This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times Evening Briefing on Thursday the 28th of December. Lancashire Police has confirmed that what people thought was a fire at the top of Blackpool Tower was in fact orange netting blowing in the wind. Six fire engines, drones and a helicopter were called to the scene only to find there was no blaze at all. Our reporter Oliver Miokic has been reading a statement from police. The top of the tower is currently closed for renovation and difficult to access. Our helicopter has flown over the tower and there is no fire. We can confirm that what you're seeing is orange netting. One man has been arrested on suspicion of breach of peace. Almost 8,000 homes are still without power in Scotland following a stormed Garrett. Heavy rain and winds battered large parts of the UK and Ireland yesterday. Meanwhile, around 100 properties have been damaged and people told not to return to their homes yet following a localised tornado in Staley Bridge in Greater Manchester. Nicola Adam is the publishing editor covering the North West at National World. She told Times Radio it's amazing no one was hurt. It had been raining pretty heavily um, in the north in the last couple of days anyway and the, on top of that this this wind coming last night and I think the timing of it as well around quarter to midnight it was pitch black most people will have either been in bed or in their homes that may have limited some of the you know injuries etc because people won't have been out and about as much last night it's quite remarkable that nobody's been hurt well Jonathan Reynolds is shadow business secretary and the local MP he's been surveying the damage in his constituency for Times Radio people are on the streets when people are surveying the, the damage it's still raining it's not particularly pleasant but there isn't you know the extreme uh, wind uh, has passed and, and people obviously you can see checking in on each other um, checking the damage I've, I've just been around to speak to one of my neighbors and the, the chimney has come off there are risks out there because people will not have had a chance to fully respond yet to damage to their own property so people need to take care but the actual extreme weather event you know appears to to have passed for now the times is reporting on what could be a major development in the post office scandal lawyers representing the victims now believe there is sufficient evidence for police to investigate senior staff. Between 1999 and 2015, hundreds of post office owner-managers were wrongly convicted of crimes, including fraud and theft caused by a faulty tech system called Horizon. Nick Wallace is the author of the post office scandal, spending nearly a decade covering the story. He told Times Radio this development is significant. From 2013 to 2019, the post office denied there was anything wrong with the Horizon system that could have caused the sorts of problems that the campaigners were complaining about, or that there were any miscarriages of justice. And now that's all unraveled and we see there are hundreds of miscarriages of justice. It is about time that people started thinking not just about quashing of convictions, not just about compensation for the sub-postmasters, but accountability. Who was making decisions and conspiring to deny people rightful access to justice at the post office? The US State Department has sent another $250 million of aid to Ukraine, but it could be the last package of its kind. 
Last week, the US Senate blocked a $50 billion package to Ukraine and earlier this month, a 50 billion euro package from the EU was also blocked by Hungary. If the war continues, it will be two years old in February. Maria Avdiva is research director at the European Expert Association in Ukraine. She told Times Radio that Ukrainians are ready for a long battle. There is an understanding that this is going to be a long war and we don't know if it will end in 2024. So people are exhausted because of the war, but also they understand that this is what we have to do. There is no other choice. We have to adapt and we have to continue going because Russia's goal is to completely destroy Ukraine. The New York Times has sued OpenAI and Microsoft over using its content to train artificial intelligence. If the copyright infringement lawsuit is successful, the company could receive billions of dollars in damages. Charlie Beckett is a professor at LSE, founding director of journalism think tank Polis and leader of the Journalism AI project. He explained the case to Times Radio. I think it's a really important case. The New York Times pointed out in their submission to the court to quote, independent journalism is vital to our democracy. And if you want good journalism, somebody's got to pay for it. News organizations spend a lot of money to create that great content. I'd be rather cross if another company was using that same content for free to create products that are probably going to make them billions of dollars in the future. And... They're unlikely to exterminate you, but they could give you a nasty sting. A newly discovered species of wasp has been named after the Dalek villains in Doctor Who to mark the show's 60th anniversary. They're part of a massive 850 new species discovered this year, including crabs, bees, stick insects and the extraordinary-sounding whale-infesting worms. Dr Serian Somner is Professor of Behavioural Ecology at UCL. She told Times Radio why the discoveries are so exciting. So the Dalek is the, is the name given to the genus. Um, there's been 14 new species described and they are just another example of how many more different kinds of species of wasps we have yet to discover. But the reason why they've only just discovered them is because there are so many. There are over 80,000 species of parasitoid wasps that have already been described, but there's probably about five to ten times more species waiting to be discovered and described. Researchers are warning that the Lancashire accent is dying out and may be lost in the next few generations. Prominent Lancastrians, including comedians Eric Morecambe and Les Dawson, actress Jane Horrocks and Bullseye presenter Jim Bowen. Luke Nicholson, a British accent coach and the founder of Farnetics, explained to Times Radio how the Lancashire accent differs to others. A rhotic accent is one in which every letter R is pronounced. So, for instance, in the word car, it's spelled C-A-R, so we've got an R at the end, but in my accent, that R isn't pronounced unless there's a vowel sound afterwards, like in, for instance, carriage, for instance. Um, So I would say car, whereas somebody in Lancashire, not everyone, but some people would say car or car. A 2020 study found that northern accents are becoming more similar with the existence of a general northern English accent among educated people in the north. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.